This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Tonight. It was all coming apart. The Spears sisters still going at it. The psychosis of what's going on in your head kind of goes into mind, too. Jamie Lynn reveals new details about Britney's darkest days, including her breakup with Justin Timberlake. It still makes me crap. Then, Valerie Bertinelli. I have plenty of regrets. The E.T. interview, her final days with Eddie Van Halen. We will always be connected. Always. And Betty White. She oozed kindness. Plus, Kanye goes off on the Kardashians. This is the kind of games that's being played. A lot has been said about him. Now hear what he has to say. I'm not finna let this happen. Plus, Steve Harvey reveals what he likes and he doesn't like. Who do that? About his daughter's boyfriend, Michael B. Jordan. I can't whoop him, but if he ever turn around, I'm gonna knock his out. <laughs> A tale of two sisters. The war of words between Britney and Jamie Lynn Spears continues. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. It's fair to say this family feud has reached new heights after the release of Jamie Lynn's book, Things I Should Have Said. Well, she said it all, and clearly emotions are at an all-time high. My whole life, I kind of felt like I didn't matter. So it's like I just wish that mattered. Britney had zero sympathy for Jamie Lynn's tears, posting, I would honestly be very interested to see your pretty face in the setting I was forced to be in and asking yourself, do I matter? I didn't get to cry. I had to be strong, too strong. 
Jamie Lynn spoke out in a two-part Call Her Daddy podcast. One topic, her pain when Brittany and JT broke up. I was so sad. I don't really know why I was so sad, but I was because, like, I think everybody thought it was forever. I remember him fondly because that was, like, probably, like, one of the best times in my whole family's life. You know, things were good, and we were experiencing the good side of things. Seeing, like, how heartbreaking it must have been for my sister when Cry Me a River came out. Don't get me wrong, that's a way to launch your solo career, though. Hey, that's a way to do it, but I felt really sad. Britt addressed those comments as well as saying her family treated her like a ghost after the split. She also posted this. I'm here to help you, but you need to give me the tools. A skit acting out a therapy session. I think I had too much to eat with my hamburger. Britt has called Jamie Lynn a scum person and accused her of stooping to a new low with these crazy lies for the Hollywood books in Things I Should Have Said, which is out today. Jamie Lynn describes a major fight with Britney while the family was quarantining together in Louisiana. Brittany became enraged about something trivial. She came at me screaming and getting in my face while I was holding Ivy, who was only 15 months at the time. Despite my best efforts, Brittany continued on the attack to the point Maddie had to get in between us trying to protect her little sister until my parents finally got Brittany to retreat. I decided then and there, no more. Why does it feel like this is a long way from being over? All right, another star telling all in her new memoir, Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, Kev, I'm actually here with Valerie. Valerie, hello. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. The title, Enough Already. Why was that <laughs> the perfect title for the book? It's Enough Already, Enough with the Negative Self-Talk. I am enough already, Ooh. so stop. What would you say were the hardest parts of this book to write? Probably the most vulnerable parts and probably like the parts between what was happening um, while Ed was dying and, and Wolfie, Wolfie's take on it. Uh, you know, I don't have a dad anymore and I have to figure out how to process that and deal with it. This raw and brutally honest memoir out now helped serve as a vessel for Valerie to process her grief after her, quote, soulmate passed away in 2020 from cancer. You really described in detail those last moments of Eddie's life. How hard was that? Oh, a lot of tears. Yeah. A lot of tears. Yeah. But I also think that it was very cathartic. With Ed, it was something really much deeper. And yeah. um, our love turned into something more about soul love. And I, I wish I'd spend more time with him. As for the most toxic relationship in her life, that would be her love-hate dynamic with food and a decades-long struggle with body image acceptance. But I learned at a very young age that I was unlovable if I gained weight, and that's a lie. Valerie now says she regrets her 2009 Jenny Craig campaign. I haven't worn one of these in almost 30 years. You said that you regret being part of that narrative, that there's such thing as having a beach body. I mean, I bought into it too. I bought into the diet culture, and I, I regret that I, if I had ever made anybody feel less than because I was able to get the bikini for a short amount of time, and who wants to be on a diet for their whole freaking life? By the way, speaking of food, your good friend Betty White loved a hot dog, didn't she? She did, yes. It had to be plain, though. She just liked it plain and a steamed bun. If you had to say that there was a part of her that you hold dearest or closest, what would that be? Her kindness. Mm -hmm. She was just, she oozed kindness, and it, it wasn't a struggle for her. It just, that's who she was. She was a kind, kind human being. I, I'm not sad for her. I mean, I'm so happy. She's with Alan now. All right, let's move on. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's very public uncoupling 
continues to make headlines. And one of the reasons is because Kanye is making sure that his side of the story is part of the narrative. In other words, he has no problem going toe to toe with the Kardashians. Won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now. That's Ye driving around L.A. after he says he didn't get an invite to daughter Chicago's fourth birthday party. He did end up attending, hitting a pinata with Shy, but only after Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott intervened. The bash was a joint celebration for their daughter Stormy, who also turned four. Shout out to Travis Scott for sending me the address and the time. The Kylie let me in right when I got to the spot because the security you know, stop me once again when I got there. Anybody that's going through a separation and people intentionally do things to be mean and hurt you. How is Kanye's state of mind right now? He's bothered by having Kim's security meddling in their business and blocking him from actually being with his kid. I spoke exclusively with Hollywood Unlocks Jason Lee. He spent the entire weekend with Ye, who was seen back in the recording studio in a face mask. Kanye told Jason, this party isn't the first time he's been blocked. North is like, y'all wanna, I, I want you to come upstairs and see something. And it's like, oh, daddy can't come inside. Wait, North said you couldn't come inside? No. The security. Pete Davidson was in the house and he chose to handle it in a very calm way and he left. Everyone on Earth is better off in the real world except one man named Pete Davidson. Kim's new man joked about being a target on SNL just hours after Ye dropped this diss in his new song, Easy. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson. They can go on SNL and make jokes. They could plant stories. They can block deals. They could do all that type of stuff. But I'm going to tell you straight up, don't play don't play with my kids. Amid his claims about the Kardashians, Kanye was seen talking to Kris Jenner at Chicago's party. Baby mamas be playing games, the grandmama be playing games. You ain't finna gaslight me. And this is for everybody that's ever been in a situation like this that didn't have a voice. This is what we on, this is what time it is. I got the house right next to my children. A source tells ET Kanye's interview has Kim overwhelmed and upset. As for those doubting his romance with actress Julia Fox, they are very affectionate and they don't hide it. So I don't see this as being something that, you know, they put on once they walk out the door and then the paparazzis are shooting. It was really good to see him happy. Listen, I want everybody to be happy. Mm -hmm. Just keep them children in mind. Oh, I think that's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. But she was laying on the table. He had the bag on it. You think they were thinking of the kids I then? I'm just saying. All no. right, let's talk about well, Steve Harvey yes, because he just celebrated his 65th birthday. And there is no better gift mm. than seeing his kids happy. But in the case of daughter Lori and Michael B. Jordan, sometimes Steve just didn't want to see anything. Look at that. That's happening in front of you? I've never seen that picture before. <laughs> Very uncomfortable with that picture right there. <laughs> Really feeling that picture. This huh? is his second Christmas with us. Yeah? Is he a good gift giver? Hell yeah. He gave my wife some skis. Who do that? <laughs> Only way you give your potential mother-in-law some skis is because you want her to be your mother-in-law. Lori and Michael have been dating over a year now, and we're told Steve sees how happy Michael makes Lori, and that's really all he can ask for. At the same time, I'm just, I got my eye on him, you know. <laughs> I can't whoop him, but if he ever turn around, I'm gonna knock his out. Steve celebrated his milestone birthday with a trip to the Bahamas. Wife Marjorie was sorta swimming with the sharks. Steve was having none of that. You quit trying to talk me into this. Steve! 
Today was a good morning for Steve as Celebrity Family Feud was nominated for an NAACP Image Award. Also receiving nods, Denzel Washington and Will Smith who'll be going head to head for Outstanding Actor in a Film. I'm about the challenges. What you think? I want to make stories that make me smile. For actress in a film, it's J-Hud versus Zendaya against Halle Berry, who put her bot on the line for her fight scenes in Bruised. Once the fight was over, I got to a point where I just literally couldn't breathe anymore. And sure enough, I had two broken ribs. Lil Nas X, Meg The Stallion, J-Hud, Tiffany Haddish, and Regina King are up for Entertainer of the Year, while the TV nominees are dominated by two shows celebrating their final seasons. Blackish earned eight nominations, while Issa Rae and Insecure scored 11. So I'm just grateful that we got to end it on our time. I love you too. I thought the show had a perfect ending, and they will walk away with some hardware when it comes to the Image Awards. Now, the NAACP Image Awards will air live on BET February 26, and for nominee Will Smith, well, it looks like he's already celebrating. Why he's sharing a special moment with his mom, plus Sexy. Jim Carrey's uncensored birthday celebration. Then, how many glasses of that wine have you had? Just enough to include the sexy bits. Kim Cattrall's TV return, we're with the cast of How I Met Your Father, revealing the nods to the original. You probably figured that out. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Ah, look at that swing. Serena Williams posted her four-year-old mini-me daughter, Olympia, on the tennis court. And Olympia's caption, practice makes Progress, And we saw how the Williams sisters progressed to greatness in the movie King Richard. Meanwhile, the movie star Will Smith, well, he's busy making his mama feel like a queen. Will partied with his mom, Caroline Bright, celebrating her 85th birthday yesterday. The caption, let's dance our way to 100. But we've always known how much the Fresh Prince loves his mama. My mom understood, you know, she was behind me. She still is now. Love you. Family is always number one. Also celebrating a milestone birthday, Jim Carrey. I'm 60 and sexy. All righty then. Carrey took to Twitter with this hilarious video, sounding like an old man, but totally embracing his big day. Quote, I'm old, but I'm gold. I love you all. Tonight I'm having cream corn and strained peaches. But who's the one person who can make the 60-year-old young comedian really feel old? His 11-year-old grandson, Jackson. We'll be swimming in the ocean or something, and there's a bunch of people around us, and I'm kind of keeping a little profile, whatever like that, and he's going, Grandpa! <laughs> Grandpa! Hey, it's a good wave coming, Grandpa! You think you can handle it, Grandpa? Whatever, man, I'm Grandpa. Jim, you just gotta stay young at heart. Well, let's keep these birthday celebrations going with our forever golden girl, Betty White. Thank you for being The last photo of the TV legend taken just days before her death. Plus, Bob Saget's final interview. I have no reason to ever stop doing this. And why police were called to Lori Loughlin's home. Wow.
Oh, look at that sweet smile. That is one of the last photos of Betty White, 11 days before her passing. Her assistant posted it on Betty's Facebook page to commemorate her 100th birthday. Mm. And she said, quote, radiant and beautiful and as happy as ever. Oh, we miss her. Well, yes, we family and friends of Bob Saget continue to celebrate his life. And now we're hearing Bob speak in what would be his final podcast. I love doing this damn thing. I have no reason to ever stop doing this. Why would I? Bob was in good spirits and looked healthy in the podcast that was recorded six days before he died. Margaret Cho was his final guest. What do you remember about that conversation in that podcast? I just remember Bob's enthusiasm for comedy itself. He was always surprising, always warm, and you just were always laughing. I didn't yeah. know that I was going to love stand-up as much as I love it. I got married three and a half years ago, and I tried to explain to my wife, I changed like every seven or eight years. COVID has delayed the change a little bit, but yes. it's, it's rebooted me in some ways. Over the weekend, Bob's wife, Kelly Rizzo, posted a tribute to her sweet husband, saying she was trying not to think that she was robbed of time, but instead how lucky she was. On Friday, Kelly was surrounded by Bob's full house castmates at a private memorial. The Olsen twins were also there. A source tells E.T., it was an incredibly emotional day for Mary-Kate and Ashley. They had a very special relationship with Bob, and they adored him. And just three days after honoring her friend and co-star, Jody Sweeten is sharing some happy news in the midst of her grief. She's engaged to longtime boyfriend, Mescal Wazalewski. Aunt Becky, a.k.a. Lori Lachlan, also took part in honoring Bob's life. And we've learned that less than a week before Bob's passing, Lori's L.A. home was broken into. The crooks reportedly stole more than a million dollars worth of jewelry. A representative for Lori tells E.T. that she is thankful that no one was home and Bob Saget's death has put the burglary into perspective. And more Bob Saget news. You know, fans of How I Met Your Mother also remember him as the original older voice of Ted. It was an iconic and beloved role for Bob. And I spoke to the cast of the new show, How I Met Your Father, about carrying on Bob's TV legacy. Kids, I'm going to tell you an incredible story. The story of how I met your mother. His voice, obviously, was such a huge part of the original show, and now we'll never get that. Um, but I think just more the fact that he was a, played such an important role in so many people's lives. For me, I grew up with him, yeah. you know, and he was just the dad who is like the, the perfect dad. Bob never actually appeared on screen during the show, and that's different this time around. Not only is the story told from a female perspective, but we also get to see Kim Cattrall as the grown-up version of Hilary Duff's character, Sophie. This is the story of how I met your father. The Kim Cattrall playing the later version of Sophie. What was it like when you got that news? It, it felt overwhelming where I was like, am I worthy? I don't know. Her timing was like perfect. She shot 10 episodes in one day. Hillary, Francie, and I had, had the day off, but we all came in that day. We just fangirled in the back. How many glasses of that wine have you had? <laughs> just enough to include the sexy bits. It's a flash forward of her like sitting in her home telling her son this story. And I obviously have a son. And I can't wait to like maybe drink a little bit too much wine and have him be like, you're annoying me right now, get to the chase. You know, <laughs> like that's, it's really sweet. 
For fans of the OG series, the creators promise there will be some Easter eggs hidden throughout the show. The first two episodes are streaming now on Hulu, and for the guy's apartment, they use the same set from the original, including the swords. Is this like to the death? We should probably figure that out. Who would be your dream OG cast member appearance or cameo? For me, it would be Neil. Who wants to kiss the Barney Stone? Probably Kobe. I I've met her a couple times. She's cool as hell. I'd love to work with her. One day we're in love, the next day he's dead to me. Jason Siegel. How come? Because I had a crush on him when How I Met Your Mother was on. <laughs> That's three! Oh my god. I Obviously, Ranjit, that dude, that dude <laughs> gave me hope. I was so ready. He gave you hope? Oh, hell yes. Hello. Or Brittany. I've, I've also put that out there. Oh, Brittany, yes, Brittany in. I miss you, Ted. <laughs> Do you know who the father is? Have you been clued in on the plan? It's Chris. <laughs> it's me. It's Hillary Chris. keeps saying it's me, and I'm going to go with that, because for me, that's like job security. The creators told me they do have an idea of who the father is okay. and that they're talking to the original cast about potentially doing some cameos so it could happen. All right, let's not forget in the original, they took a left turn when they revealed the mother. They, they told me they, they don't think they're going to do that again, okay. but anything could happen. Anything could always happen. Coming up, a sneak peek <laughs> at the Amazing Race's unprecedented season. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Everybody was keen as mustard to get going again. Tomorrow we're with the amazing race host, Phil Kogan, breaking down the show's big pandemic changes. We had to get creative. It was like a, a big old mystery tour. Phil, I want to go on the show so bad. You? We. I want to be against you now. Now I I'm against tear you. you. I'm up. against you now. I just... <laughs> Plus, hey, you want to be neighbors with Beyonce and JLo? Yes. Our exclusive tour inside the most expensive one-acre home in the Hamptons. Can you believe that? I will be here to see all of it. I love it. Then SNL alum Anna Gasteyer guest co-host with us. It's entertainment tonight. We're entertaining tonight. Mm. Let me get to the airport right now because I'm getting ready to go on Amazing Bye. Race. Good I'll night, see. everybody. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs>If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. 
Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.